Hello and welcome to the Weekend Trip D&D Podcast. My name is Brandon Thurby Dungeon Master, and today I am joined by just... Christian Stakely, playing Beans, Lord of the Shadowfell. That's right, Christian Stakely, Beans, Lord of Shadowfell. And you're probably wondering why we're having just Christian Stakely playing Beans, Lord of Shadowfell for this week's episode. And that's because, to be quite honest, we've had a lot happen uh, over the show over the past couple weeks as the players just made their way through hell. So I figured it was time to take a nice little break and have a little one-off with our favorite paladin beans but uh, a little recap of last week and what happened our players successfully traveled through hell uh to find a new uh hell court you could say to run hell while pate is gone as pate is now the new lord of hell uh the most uh important devil demon deity uh he was able to find was tiamat herself tiamat is uh, in agreement with pate to oversee the actions and what is going on in hell why he is gone uh, she has made a deal with him and a contract for her to not do anything uh, crazy bad, but at the same time, she does have some power now, and she was highly appreciative of this offer. So the party further cast, or sorry, the Pate, Pate further cast plane shift on the party, and they were sent back to the material plane to Yeldon Village to find an Eladrin elf that can help them get to the Feywild. However, we for today are skipping over to Beans. Beans, you were sent back to the Shadowfell after helping Pate and the rest of the party bring an army to hell to fight Asmodeus. After the thank yous and the goodbyes were said, you were further sent back to the Shadowfell. So today for We Can't Trip Adini Podcast, we are spending a day in the life of Beans. Beans, you are back in the Shadowfell with Andrew Asher. Uh, catch up, catch us up on the Shadowfell. What is going on in the Shadowfell? You know, how's everything going there? What are some home improvements you've been doing? Give us some insight. Well, for the Shadowfell, I have gotten uh, better control over the land over all this time, and Beans has been working on turning the Shadowfell into more of a luxurious undead place. So uh, I've started a casino, and I'm currently. Uh, ready to marry my new girlfriend, and her name is Sandy, and she is one of the Fae Squirrels. <laughs> She's driving me nuts. Oh, fuck you. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you are getting ready to marry your squirrel fiancé, Sandy Cheeks the Squirrel. Um, so, when is the wedding? How far away is the wedding? Give us some, uh, some detail here. Give us the deets. And who was all invited? Did you invite anybody uh, spectacular, amazing, or is this going to be like a low-key wedding? Uh, sort of low-key. Uh, I invited the entirety of the kingdom of the Shadowfell. Uh, <laughs> when I say invited, it's sort of mandatory, or I'll blow people up. So it's going to be a pretty big thing, and it was actually going to be today. Oh, well, would you look at that? You just got back from hell, and you are wedding in the Shadowfell as today. So today, we are going to be going through... The Wedding of Shadows. Beans, you and Andrew Asher just arrived back into the Shadowfell, and you arrive back in your domain slash castle, and you see that the wedding preparations are all in order. Everything is going very well. Your squirrel minions and undead minions are taking care of everything. Everything looks very pristine, just the way that you wanted it. You've gotten all your art. You've gotten all of your RSVPs back in the mail through your shadow address, and everybody, of course, hit attending on the uh, the checkbox because they knew if they didn't, you'd probably go to their houses and burn them down and make them suffer for all eternity. Andrew Asher looks at you. Uh, is Andrew Asher who's, who's your best man in this wedding? Uh, actually, it is Andrew Asher. Ever since oh. I plucked him out of heaven, he's become quite the good ally. 
Awesome. Andrew Asher looks at you as you guys get back in the Shadowfell, and he looks around, and he says, Well, Sir Beans, it looks like everything is in order. Uh, the wedding is in just a matter of hours, so I guess I will be off and get myself ready and get my suit on, and, uh, yeah, let's do this thing. You're going to be a married man here the next couple hours. Yes, Mr. Drew. Go ahead and get uh, spiffy looking. Nice and formal. <laughs> he walks away and he goes to his quarters and he starts to look nice and formal. So, Beans, is there anything you would like to do in preparations before your wedding? Well, most days what I like to do is get a little fight pit going on and have some of my squirrel minions fight to the death. Uh, that's how we do promotions and it's uh, also entertaining. So you're going to go to a fight pit right now and have some of your squirrels go at it for uh, some entertainment? Yes. Sure. All right. So <laughs> we go to your pits. Uh, we're going to have, let's have a squirrel off real quick. Um, we're going to have uh, two squirrels go at it. Uh, we're going to say you pick out two out of the crowd of your uh, kind of their cages, I assume. And you make them go at it in the center of this ring. Um, I can be one and you can be one, actually. Let's say they each have an AC of 12 and 15 HP. Um, and they each get a short sword to fight with. That's way more fun than what I had planned. I'm definitely, <laughs> my squirrel's gonna kick your squirrel's ass. <laughs> Alright, uh, like I said, AC of, what I say, 12, HP of 15, and a short sword to fight with. Sounds good. Initiative. Right. Uh, initiative, <laughs> no bonuses, no nothing. This is all rolls because you're shitty squirrel people. Alright, uh, got a natural four. I've got, you're not going to believe it, a nat 20 right off the fucking bat. All right, well, I thought you were going to beat me in because I had a four. All right, the squirrel you picked out, <laughs> one of <laughs> your squirrels first. I picked a squirrel that had a lot of scars on it. I mean, she's been here once or twice. Uh, <laughs> well, you technically picked both squirrels. I imagine this is the one you place most of your bets on, though. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. This is the squirrel that I like for the win. He's going to go ahead and take a short sword attack. <laughs> Um, and he got an eight. I doubt they have any bonuses. Nope, no bonuses. Just misses. Uh, okay, uh, my squirrel is gonna go. He's gonna attack. Uh, your squirrel now. He got another nat four. He completely fucking whiffs. You're just sitting. Imagine you're sitting in the stands watching these squirrels go at it, just whiffing each other completely. I'm just yelling. Fight, <laughs> motherfucker! Fight! Reed, we're trying, Reed. I got an eighteen. That's gonna hit. Uh, for four damage. Okay, he's at eleven. All right, he's gonna go down. Uh, ooh, he got a 13, so that's gonna hit. For five damage. Fuck. Ooh, your, your champion squirrel. 16. Stabbed into my squirrel. Ouch. Okay. For three. Three damage. Okay, he is. Ouch. Not doing too good. My squirrel's gonna go. Uh, natural two. Whiff. That one did him in. Your squirrel's up. There you go. I missed two. Okay. <laughs> My squirrel that's fighting looks up to you in the stands and goes, Master Beans, please don't make us kill each other again. Fight! Fight, squirrel! I don't wanna! He goes to run and try to jump over the gates. What are you doing? Uh, well, here at the stadiums, we know that that's not okay, and there's enough trained warlocks here. I think everybody would Eldritch Blast. <laughs> you see this squirrel goes to run and jump over the cages, and he just gets annihilated with fucking Eldritch Blast from the entire stands, and everybody goes fucking nuts. Yeah, that's actually way a really exciting way for the fight to end. Uh, and I think this happens quite regularly because a lot of the participants aren't uh, consensual. Willing. 
case that you had yourself a nice little squirrel battle before your wedding to get you a little amped up and uh you feel a little bit better after this seeing these uh your, your squirrels go at it and seeing one get literally fucking obliterated yes this was excellent fight uh you see some of your your warlocks walk over to you um they kind of they point the time out to you and they say uh sir the wedding is in roughly an hour you should probably start getting ready you don't tell beads what to do motherfuck Get out of here I before I finger you. Warming finger. All right, bye. He just turns around and walks away. Guys, he's gonna finger us. Let's go. Yes, yes. Quiver in fear from beans. <laughs> and okay. I reckon so. I would go to my suite uh, and start getting dressed. Start getting ready. All right. So you go back to your suite. You start getting ready for your wedding, which the entire uh, domain of Shadowfell is probably going to be at because you threatened them with murder. Um, what is your wedding attire going to look like? What is Beans wearing? Beans is wearing a skin suit. <laughs> okay. It is made out of pure uh, paladin. Uh, <laughs> one was unlucky enough to get caught in the Shadowfell. We, uh, we had fun with him for a couple months, and I had my tailor's you know, skin him, and I'll give it back to him when I'm done, but for now, it is going to be an awesome suit for my wedding. You put on your disgusting paladin skin suit. Uh, after you put everything on, uh, Andrew Asher knocks on the door, and he opens it up, and he sees you, and he goes, you look, kind of like eyeballs the skin suit, and uh, wants to vomit a little bit, but he goes, uh, you, look, uh, you, look, you look good, sir. Thank you. Beans feels very spiffy. So are you, uh, are you ready to marry uh, good old Sandy? I've waited all my life for a moment like this. I mean, you met her like three days ago and said that you were going to make her marry you, but all right. Uh, in truth, it was arranged, but that is how Beans always imagined it. Well, very well. I guess she's marrying into Shadowfell royalty, I suppose. Uh, there's a prenup. <laughs> Gotta be safe out there, boys. He shakes his head and he goes, All right, sir, come on. The wedding is very soon. All the attendants are here. All the guests are here. Um, and I go on out. All right, you head on out and you make your way to the, the, the Shadow Chapel that I imagine is probably set up for you um, here in your domain. You make your way down Constructed the Constructed of bones. Constructed of bones. Uh, it's actually, uh, actually, while you were gone... Uh, Bodhi, Broomy, which is now Bodhi, is now Churchy. Uh, he is sentient inside the church. He sees you walk in. He goes, man, you're looking really good, sir. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Broomy. Or Churchy. I like this look on you. Yeah, I mean, it's only going to be temporary until I turn back into the boat. But I figured you could use some flair in the church. Hell yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Okay, you make your way down the aisle, and then Andrew Asher's, or sorry, yeah, Andrew Asher is uh, next to you, uh, holding the rings in the ring box that you gave him to hold on to. Uh, you see that Sandy's best friend, her maid of honor, uh, her maid of honor, uh, Sylvia, is standing next to her, uh, waiting for them to come down the aisle. Eventually, some fey and dark music starts playing in the background, and some doors open up down the aisle. They open up. And you see Sandy walking down, holding her father's arm, just kind of quivering as she goes down the aisle, almost like she's scared, but knows she has to go through with this. She gets to the altar, and the priest that you have, which I imagine is probably like a deathlock or somebody, uh, stands and, you know, 
ask for the uh, the hand in marriage. The father squirrel <laughs> lets go, and she walks up. <laughs> and she grabs your hand, shivering, some tears falling from her face. Is there anything you'd like to say to her? Sandy, this is good for you. You may cry now, but uh, you could also cry later. You killed my last husband and make me marry you. Beans cannot be held responsible for actions that sometimes Beans makes when angry. You weren't even angry. You just came into the house and said you wanted a wife and said, I picked that one and shot my husband. Well, every amazing love story starts with a funny story to tell the kids. <laughs> she kind of looks down. She's fine, just get this over with. And then the death lock begins to uh, recite, you know, whatever he had prepared for your wedding. He gets the point. He gets to the point in the wedding or in the uh, the ceremony in the speech where he asks out loud to everybody. Now, is there anybody here in the audience that disagrees with the wedding that is about to partake? And everybody is just dead fucking silent because nobody, nobody wants to fuck with you. You look throughout the crowd in the audience and you see that there are a lot of people here. And you, being the Lord of Shadowfell, have a lot of connections. I'm talking people like Zariel from Hell is there. Fucking, um, the Demogorgon is there. Just tons of fey and demonic creatures are somehow here at your wedding to see the one only beings get married. But all of a sudden, when the priest asks if anybody disagrees and does not agree with this wedding, the one and the only Baphomet stands up from the back of the crowd and he yells out at you, Beans. And he says, Sandy is mine. She was supposed to be my wife. I was going to marry her first, but you took her. Baphomet, how in the fuck did you get an invitation here, bro? You sent it in the mail. I RSVP'd a month ago. I'm looking at Andrew like, really, dude? You couldn't catch this one? Uh, I didn't send out the invitations. I was busy trying to gather your army to bring to hell. Fuck. This is on your, this is on your squirrels, man. You're, you, you, listen, I told you, and I said, Beans, you probably shouldn't have the squirrels in charge of the mail. And you said, and I quote, no, Andrew Asher, there's a lot of squirrels, therefore they can get the mail out quicker and have more people come to the wedding. And I didn't want to fight with you, so I just let you go. Andrew, this sounds like backtalk. I'm getting a little annoyed with this whole situation. Baphomet, shut the fuck up. Get out of my wedding. I'm marrying Sandy. Baphomet will not shut the fuck up. Baphomet challenges beans to duel, and winner gets Sandy. Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> he looks at you dead in the middle of the church right now, and he says, Are we gonna do this here? Go to the pit. I'll fight right fucking now, bro. So there's like, all my wedding guests are in here. This would be a dangerous place there's to have like a fight. fucking thousands of people there right now, just like fucking horrified by the fact that Baphomet, the fucking evil demonic fiend, is somehow here at your wedding and wants to marry a goddamn squirrel person. Okay, bitch, let's go to the fighting pits then. All of you, come watch your leader. Destroy Baphomet. And remember why everyone listens to beans. Uh, the entire crowd kind of like freaks out and they're like very dead silent. Like nobody wants to move. You see Sandy slowly starts to back away. Like she's trying to like get away. Andrew, hold my wife for a minute, please. And I'm going out God. to the pit. He walks over, he grabs by the arm, he says, I'm sorry about this, we gotta listen to our master. And, and I guess I'm way, flying down to the pit. 
you, you fly your way down to the pit, you go through the alley, and the crowd of wedding attendants follow you after. You guys make it to the same fighting pit, where they are recently cleaning up all the squirrel guts from the fight that just happened with the squirrels you had fight. And Baphomet stands there in the center, holding a giant heart cleaver in one hand, and yells out a vicious roar. And he says, Are you ready to give over Sandy to me? Okay, let's talk first. I have a couple rules. But sure, what? I'm Eldritch Blasting him in the face. <laughs> Go ahead and take a surprise round the roll for initiative. <laughs> ah, I've got you, motherfucker! <laughs> and I got a 16. Ooh, 16 misses. Fuck. <laughs> I guess I All wasn't right, supposed to get a guess supposed to get a surprise. Did you, did you roll with advantage? No, I did not. Yeah, roll with advantage because it's a surprise round, so you get advantage. Oh shit! Okay. Nat twenty. <laughs> I'll take okay, a picture yeah, right now. That, that will definitely do it. Okay, I didn't expect that. Uh, that just means I get to add double my damage die. Yeah, it's double your yeah, it's double your damage. Yeah. And okay. add your prism modifier once so or the modifier is. 6d10. Jesus! That would be 40 damage. Ouch. Yeah, that's a good way to start a fight. Fuck you, Baphomet! Yeah, as he gets blasted by this ouch boss, goes, Oh! You said you wanted rules to talk about. Roll for initiative. I got a 19. Ooh, you beat me. I got a 12. All right. He is first. He shakes off this Eldritch Blast that he just got innately blasted with out of nowhere. Um, he is going to charge right at you with his meat cleaver. Um, and he is going to... I'm going to read his ability real quick. Okay. He's going to swing you with his meat cleaver, but he's also going to take the charge action because he's going to use his full movement speed to uh, attack you with his cleaver and then use the charge attack. So the meat cleaver attack, he got a whopping, oh, he gets a plus a lot to hit. He got a 25 to hit. Um, he's also at disadvantage. I'm wearing the uh, cloak of displacement. Okay. Uh, he got a, uh, he's still 25 to hit. That hits. Yep. Um, so you are going to take, uh, 29 piercing damage, or slashing damage, he slashes into you with his cleaver, and then you're also going to take another, uh, 12 bludgeoning damage as he slams into you with his cleaver, or with his, uh, his, like, shoulder as he charges into you. Okay, I got that. He yells out a vicious roar, and he says... You don't want to take Sandy from Baphomet. Only Baphomet gets to marry Sandy. Alright, well, I guess we're going to have to do this now. And I'm going to flame strike him. Okay. Um, so that is 4d6 Radiant and 4d6 Fire. Does that just hit? I gotta make a save for that. Um... Oh, wait, he'd be resistant to fire, wouldn't he? I cannot tell you. Roll an insight check. Roll, roll yeah, I want to... Because I am a fiend, I think I'd know. Uh, 13. Yeah, you know, he was definitely resistant to fire damage. You would know that. Okay, that makes sense. I'm gonna cast Shatter then. It's a con save, and it's thunder damage. Uh, 
Um, he got a 15. Uh, my spell save DC is 19. Yeah, he fucking failed. We get ready for the thunder! <laughs> Shattering right on his head. <laughs> for... 25 damage. Ouch, Jesus Christ. Alright, because I am a warlock and everything's at 5th level, uh, that shatter, it goes up to 68. Jesus. Yeah, that hurt quite a bit. Um, end of his, end of your turn, he's gonna take a legendary action, and he is going to swing at you with his cleaver again. Righteous. Um, he got a 19 to hit. Oh, he's a manage, doesn't he? This is your, yeah. your thing. Uh, he got a 17 to hit. Um, that misses. Oh, that's right, because you got a buff in your AC. No shit. All right. Uh, okay, so that was legendary action. Okay, his turn is starting. Uh, he's going to take two attacks on you now. He is going to swing on you with his heart cleaver, and then he's going to try to bite you. Um, he just got a nat 20 with his heart cleaver. That hits? Yeah. That but is. he's at disadvantage, though, so... Oh, he's got disadvantage. Right? He does. Oh, God, maybe he doesn't hit the... Uh, he still hits. He got a 21 to hit, but he's not. it's not a crit, so that's definitely better. Aha, motherfucker! You've been fooled! I was actually standing right here! <laughs> uh, 15 slashing damage as he swings down with the cleaver uh, onto you. Uh, these okay. things take a bite attack on you. This fucking cloak is the only... Okay, he... Goddamn, I got a nat 20, but the second one was a nat 2, so he misses with the bite. Um, for that cleaver so he attack... he swings the cleaver. I'm gonna yes. hellish rebuke him. Oh, fuck. Alright, go ahead. So for me, that is 5d10. He's gonna make a, what, a deck save, right? I don't think there is a save for Hellish Rebuke, is there? There, there is. Could be. Look it up real quick. Uh, I did 24 damage. Yeah, it takes a, yeah, it's a dexterity saving throw. So what's your spell save, DC? 19. 19, um, he's got to beat a 19, he got a nat 5, he does not going to pass that, so how much damage? Fuck. Okay, well, tw 25 half, though, because he is resistant to fire damage. Ooh, joke's on you, motherfucker. When I went up a level, I took Elemental Adept for fire, so it ignores resistances. Oh, fuck. Okay, never mind. He takes the full brunt of that. He's expecting to not, like, have this fire, like, damage him as much, but because of your just innate ability in the Shadowfell, the fire isn't regular fire. It's like it's like a shadowy, like mythic type fire that still burns his skin. It's like, what is going on? This should not hurt Baphomet. What is happening? You have challenged a lord of Shadowfell in his realm. You will die today, Baphomet. Beans will die today, and then Baphomet will take over wedding and marry Sandy. Not in Churchy, I tell you that. You hear Churchy in the back and go, yeah, fuck him up, Beans. Hell yeah. Okay, uh, it's your turn, because that was uh, his attacks. Um, I think I'm going to do something tough, and I'm going to cast Harm. Okay. Um, it does 14d6. Uh, Fuck. And he cannot regenerate any hit points that he loses from this. It's necrotic, and I think it is a concept. Uh, right. Uh, this is magical, right? Yes. Okay, uh, I just remembered he has advantage and saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Sounds good. Uh, he got a nat 1 and a nat 7. Uh, 
Gets a decent buff to Khan, though, so he got a 16. That fails. God damn it, he's gonna use Let legendary resistance. He's gonna oh. use a legendary resistance. Okay, fine. And pass it Does he take half damage or just nothing happens? He still takes half damage. Oh, okay. That's two, thirty-eight, two, forty-four. So twenty-two damage. Jesus, and he can't regenerate any of that. Oh, that hurt! He gets blasted by uh, that attack. Like, ow! That harmed me, beans. That is the point, motherfucker. Uh, he's gonna use a legendary action and swing on you with his heart cleaver. Okay. Uh, he gets the fucking disadvantage. God damn it. Uh, he still hits. He got a 27 to hit. Okay, I'm gonna hellish rebuke him again. Alright, uh, you take, uh, 12 slashing damage as he swings down with his cleaver on you. And go ahead and hellish rebuke Ow. him again. He's gonna make a deck save. Um. He gets advantage. Oh, this is, oh, this is magical. He does get advantage on this. Um. 20. Not natural. That passes. Okay. So it was 30 damage. I guess he only takes 15. Yeah, 15. How you like the heat now, brother? The heat isn't that bad, Beans. You know it's going to be really heaty, really hot, when I take Sandy. When I take Sandy up to your lair and I fuck her on your dead corpse. You grammatically incorrect bitch. This will never you're, happen to Beans. You're a grammatically incorrect bitch. You're just a little wannabe paladin that got lucky and took over the lore. You just, you got lucky and took over Shadowfell. Sandy will be my wife, and I'll be the new lord of Shadowfell. Beans is just gonna scream. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much like that, yeah. Uh, he's gonna go. Uh, he's gonna fucking... You know what, fuck, he's gonna start taking reckless attacks on you, that way he can start have, uh... That way his disadvantage isn't happening, so it cancels out and he's getting just regular attacks on you. Um, so sure, he is going to... Multi-attack you right now, uh, with the, the Heart Cleaver and a Bite Attack, uh, so regular. Heart Cleaver, he got a natural 4, but he gets plus a lot to hit, so how does a 21 sound? That is my armor class. Yep. Four, Jesus, only 12 slashing damage again. Okay. And he's gonna bite ya. Fuck. Uh, he got a, an 18. That misses, thank goodness. Yep, yep, he missed with the bite. All right, uh, you were up. He's starting to breathe pretty heavy. He's uh, surprisingly just like, <gasps> <gasps> fuck you, beans. You came here to fuck, but you're only going to get fingered. And I'm casting I finger came here of to death. Fuck your wife. Oh god, you finger of death? Yes I do. What is this? What is what kind of save is that? I forget. Finger of death is a con save. For fuck's sake. Uh he gets advantage, so. Um, how does a twenty-four sound? Bad. <laughs> it sounds like you passed. <laughs> Okay, go. How much? It's half damage, isn't it? Or he's just gonna take it? Yeah, I'm adding it up. It's half damage. Okay, okay. Just freeze the beam, baffle it right in the fucking chest. Seven. 
62, so he takes 31. Fuck, that still hurts. He, he goes to dodge out of the way, but it still gets him, like, right in the fucking chest because he's just so goddamn big. <laughs> Fuck you, Baphomet. Uh, he's hurt, but then he's gonna, he's gonna fucking use legendary action to cleaver you again. Holy fuck, he rolled a nat one, he misses. Hell yes, motherfucker. God damn it. Uh, you know what, he's going to... I don't know. <laughs> You're fucking up Baphomet right now, 1v1, that's stupid. Uh, oh, sure, he's gonna, use his, <laughs> he's gonna use his frightful presence to try to fear you. So I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw. What? A yes. Um. Let's see. I got a nat eighteen, and my wisdom is plus five, so twenty-three. Oh, for fuck's sake, you pass. You can't scare me, you bitch. I live in Chateaufel. I fight monsters every fucking day. And uh, that's the end of his turn. He was trying to fear you, and uh, he he just like stomps his feet, and you see his eyes turn an abyssal red color, and he yells out just a <laughs> scream, trying to scare the shit out of you to get you to run away. And you, I'd imagine you just stand there, just like brush it off, like nothing happened. Don't care. Don't care. Uh, your turn. Uh, I'm gonna use one of my Eldritch invocations uh, okay. called Mire the Mind to cast Slow on him. Oh, I God damn it! Don't know off the top of my head what the saving throw for it is. Let me look. Yeah, I just I had it as an invocation. I've never even looked at the spell. I just I figured it was the opposite of haste. You alter time around six creatures of your choice in a forty foot cube within range. Each target must make a Wisdom saving throw be effective for the duration. Aha! Um, wisdom for wisdom. Their speed is half, they take a minus two to their AC, oh shit. Uh, and dexterity saving throws, it can't use reactions on its turn, it can either use an action or bonus action, not both. Oh, gross. Okay, wisdom saving throw. Uh, he got a five, but he's gonna burn a legendary resistance. I fucking figured, you fucking <laughs> bitch! Why don't I have legendary reactions? I'm the lord! Because I'm Baphomet, I'm a bigger lord. I got a bigger dick, and Sandy's gonna like it even more. That poor fucking squirrel. I will save you, Sandy. <laughs> she doesn't need saving. She's gonna. She's gonna like it. She's gonna enjoy it. Uh, he's gonna swing you with his cleaver. I'm gonna <laughs> eat you before this bonus. is done. Uh, he got a 27 with his cleaver. Uh, that would hit. Uh, 15 damage. Okay, I am officially bloodied. Um, and now it's his turn because that was his legendary action. Um, fuck it, he's gonna just start swinging on you. He sees you're starting to uh, breathe a little heavier now, and he's gonna take two attacks on you. He's gonna try to cleaver you and then bite you. Okay, uh, cleaver attack. Uh, I shit you not, he got a natural two, so that means uh, he got a 19. And that misses! Woo! God damn it. Uh, and the bite attack, he got another natural fucking two, so a 19. I'm imagining at this point that he swung the cleaver and I jumped over it and he tried to bite me and I just flapped my wings out of the way and I'm just like putting my <laughs> arms in the air to the crowd like, you see your lord of Chateaufel defeating Baphomet? You see everybody starts to like fucking chant. They're like, beans, 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 beans. Can I roll for they're performance? Fucking, they're amped on this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 23. 
Oh, they're fucking amped. They are just fucking excited. Since you got such a uh, a high roll uh, on your performance and the crowd is kind of on your side at this point, I will let you... Um, I'll give you a DM inspiration. I'll let you add a D10 to one of your next rolls. Hell yeah. Fuck. Uh, well, I'm getting excited, so I'm going to use another Eldritch Invocation, uh, Sculpt Flesh, to try and polymorph him. I'm saying, hippity hoppity, I'm turning you to a frog! What kind of save is it? We've went through this before. Um, I don't know. Uh, well, he got a natural five on whatever he rolled, um, but he's going to burn his last legendary resistance. Fuck! So it doesn't even matter. <laughs> you gotta try to turn him to a frog, and he just, like, flips you off. He's like, fuck you, that's not gonna work on me. Must have been nice being just born special. Yeah, it was nice. I didn't have to work for shit. Now, the only thing I have to work for is to get Sandy, and she's gonna be mine. I'm gonna fucking eat you when this is done. Everyone <laughs> in the crowd, I promise you one corn dog made of Baphomet flesh. He's swinging down you with his cleaver. Uh, I imagine a 28 hits. Disadvantage? No, because uh, he uh, is using reckless attack. Oh, wait, no, that's not a... Uh... Fuck, yeah, you're right, disadvantage, because that's not on his turn. Uh, he got a natural 3, so is a 20 hit? No, it does not. Marmor class is 21. Stuff. God damn it. All right, now it's his turn. Now he's going to reckless attack. <laughs> In a... Let's see what we can do. He rolled another fucking nat too. Woo! The Chateau fell. Fights oh, against happening. you, my friend. Fight attack. Okay, that one's gonna hit. 27. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> he just dodged away the cleaver, like, fuck you! He turned on and just bites you in the fucking leg for. I forgot he had multi attack. Uh, not that much. Uh, just. Oh, that's the wrong. That's the wrong guy, actually. I rolled the wrong guy. Uh, for 12 damage. Pierces you for 12 as he bites into your leg as you're like, fuck you, ouch! Okay, um... Now, I have you fooled. I've had you burn away all of your stupid resistances, and I'm casting Feeble Mind. Joke's on you. I have magic resistance, so I get advantage on your magical shit. Fuck. It's an intelligence save, and you're pretty <laughs> fucking stupid, so I don't care. His intelligence isn't that high. Uh, he got a nat 1, but his uh, advantage roll was a natural 16, so he got a 20. Fuck! Okay, he passed. Damn it. Yeah, uh, then he's going to take his legendary action and swing in you with his heart cleaver. And he rolled a natural 3, so 20 does not hit. Aha! Fuck you! Fuck you! Hey, hey! God damn it. God, he's just not doing fucking good. Like, Jesus. Alright, his turn. Uh, yeah, Reckless Attack again, because he cannot afford to take the disadvantage on these attacks. Uh, Cleaver. We got another fucking natural two. What is happening? Chateaufel defeats you, my friend. This is so stupid. Like, he gets plus 17 to his attacks. Plus 17. Not enough. Fucking Bite Attack. Uh, does a 21 hit? Yes, it does. Okay, there we go. Uh, he dodged out of the way of the cleaver again. He bites you in the other leg. Uh, for 15 piercing damage. Okay, starting to look pretty rough here. Um, uh, he's looking pretty rough too. Like, he's not feeling good. I but your think... attacks on him, if you do like regular attacks, they have advantage because he was attack. Oh, 
Okay. Uh, in that case, I am going to... Disengage. And use Shroud of Shadows. It's one of my Eldritch Invocations to turn invisible. Oh. Okay, dope. So you disengage. How far away from do you go? I'm going to use five feet of movement just to disengage. Now it goes disengaging. Is Shroud of Shadows, is that an action? Do you use an invocation as an action or is it a bonus action? I'm pretty sure it's an action. Okay, well, you can only take two actions. You can only take one action. Disengaging itself in itself is an action. Uh, well, then I guess I just disengaged about 30 feet away then and then turned invisible. Turned invisible with what? Oh, you're saying that I cannot do the Eldritch Invocation and disengage? Yes, because they're both actions. You get one action per turn. You can just try to move away and take an opportunity attack from him. Okay, I'll just take the opportunity attack then. Okay. Uh, He's going to do this with disadvantage, though, because of your fucking cloak. Uh, He rolled a fucking nat one. Does he fall down? I'm going to see. I'm going to roll percentile and see if he fucking falls on his face. Big stupid fucking demon. Um... Uh, yeah, I rolled an 85. He goes to swing down. He sees you trying to run away. He goes, oh, you're running away now. Run to Sandy and tell her that I'm going to take whoops. And he slips like on a fucking banana peel <laughs> that one of your squirrels through. Uh, he slips on a, a pile of nuts that some of the squirrels left in the, uh, the fucking arena. Uh, <laughs> and just falls straight on his back and he's prone. You back away and you pop yourself invisible. Um, I'm also flying. The way I'm going to use my movement is I'm going to dis- uh, I didn't disengage, but I backed out. He fell down. I'm turning invisible, then using the rest of my movement speed to get into the air. Oh, okay. How far in the air? Like, which 20, would be? Uh, probably about 20 feet after I, you know, backed away from him. I'd probably have about 20 feet left of movement. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, uh, he gets up, and he sees kind of, like, where you backed off at, and you saw where you, like, popped yourself invisible. Uh, he pops up, uses the rest of the speed to get to that point, and he's just going to swing down where he thinks you are invisible, but he just swings into nothing and just completely misses. And he starts yelling out. He's like, where is Beans? Where did he go? He's running off. He loses. He forfeited. I win. Beans, where are you? And now it's your turn. I'm going to fly another 20 feet up and say, hello, motherfuck. And I'm shooting a fireball directly down onto him. Oh, shit. And you got the thing that avoids the, uh... I bypass fire, thing. fire resistance. Yeah. Oh, God, gross. All right, uh, he missed a deck save, right? Yes. All right, uh, he has resistance to this. Yeah! Uh, I imagine that a... Ooh, his dex is not that good. A 15? Uh, my spell save DC is 19. Okay, he fails. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, 38 damage from that fireball. Holy fuck. Uh, yeah, he's, like, right fucked right now. He sees that where the fireball came from in the air, and he can't take a cleaver action because he is fucking on the ground. You're up there. Uh, so he's just gonna fucking flip you off as his legendary action. Um, okay. <laughs> like, in the general area where you are. Um, let me look up this spell real quick. I'm pretty sure he'd see me. I think my invisibility went away when I shot the fireball, for sure. Oh, yeah, roll con- we'll just roll concentration and see. Um, nat three. So... Yeah, your concentration, if I can break. Yeah, I'm so assuming it's broken. It. Yeah, with, high, with how high level uh, fireball was. So you break your concentration, uh, he sees you in the air, he flips you off. Let me look at the spell up real quick. 
All right, sure, fuck it. He's gonna try to frightful presence you because there's nothing else he can fucking do because you're just kind of standing up there. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. Counter spell. Uh, this is not a spell. This is an ability. Oh, that motherfucker. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let us see. Nat 20. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> fucking Christ. Okay, that's his turn. He's just like fucking try to like yell and scream at you trying to scare you off and just flipping you off. and can't do anything about it. You fool! You cannot scare me in my own domain! And I'm hitting him with a flame strike. God damn it. Alright. And this is radiant and uh, fire. Does it have to make a save or anything, or you get the roll attack for that? Uh, for 27 damage? Oh, what is, do you have to roll attack or have to make a save? Uh, you have to make a save. Dexterity. It's actually 34. I forgot that. God damn it. You got an 18. That fails, doesn't it? That does fail. God damn it. How Burn much damage? Burning holy fire from Zeus. 34. Oh, he's right fucked. Um, <laughs> you hit him with this flame strike, and he gets blasted on the ground. He's rocked as he tries to get back up, and he looks in the air. He's got blood just, like, pouring out of him everywhere. Black ooze is coming out of his horns. One of his horns is just completely fucking broken off. His chin is just, like, all mangled, and his eyes are just, like, cross-eyed right now. He looks around, and he goes, Sandy, Sa Sandy, tell Beans you want to marry Baphomet instead. Tell Beans you want Baphomet as big, grazing wiener. <laughs> I'm looking Sandy. for where Sandy's at. <laughs> What's that? I'm looking for Sandy. Uh, you see Sandy in the crowd, just kind of like scared out of her fucking mind. And she kind of like looks up at you, and then she looks down at Baphomet, and then she looks back up at you, and then she looks down at Baphomet. And she looks at you one last time, and she like eyeballs where your loincloth is over your penis, and then she looks at Baphomet where his penis is, and then oh she looks God. back up at you and goes, "Um, I don't want that. That'll kill me, Beans. His that, his penis will literally kill me." Beans will save you, my love. And I'm Got flying it. down and vampire. Hold up, it is fucking Baphomet's turn. Oh well, uh, just stay in the fucking air then. Yeah, he's gonna fucking he's gonna take his heart cleaver and try to just fucking yeet it at you, I guess. Um, <laughs> okay. He's gonna do this recklessly. Um, this is an improvised weapon. He's just getting dex to this. Oh, this is not gonna be good. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> uh, he got a fucking twelve. <laughs> he takes his cleaver and he just yeets it up in the air, and you just watch it kind of like fly past you and go back down to the ground and kind of stick back into the ground. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. There's nothing he can fucking do. Um. Fuck. Yeah, it's your turn. Uh, I'm flying down to him, and I'm going to try and vampiric touch him. And I'm grabbing okay. his dick, because I want it to shrivel <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. What kind of saves you got to make for that? Uh, it's just a touch spell. I have to hit him. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, let's see. He recklessly attacked you with the uh, the cleaver, so you have advantage on your side. Oh, thank goodness, because I just rolled a two. Oh, and I, it's a nat 20. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. This is the most vampiric dick touch of all of D&D. That's <laughs> <laughs> 10d6 of dick damage. Holy shit. Necrotic. Alright. Oh yeah, those are some big numbers. 26. 38 dick damage. Beans. How do you want to heal. do this? I want to fly down there and grab his dick. This, this is what you are so proud of? 
and then I just want to slide down. And you, you, you pull the loincloth out of the way, and you just see like a two foot long dong behind the loincloth, and you just grab it with your goblin ass hands. And what do you do now? This is what happens to people who challenge not my dick. Not my dick. Not my dick. Not my dick. Evaporating his dick with this necrotic damage. You start from dick first, and you just start, it just shrivels into nothing, and he's ah, screaming in pain. And then the do you want to fully kill him, or you just want to be dickless for the rest of his life? Um, not only is he now dickless, um, I'm gonna do something really cool that I just thought of. Uh, I am going to hurl him through hell using the fiend. Uh, oh. it's 10d10 damage psychic uh unless you're a fiend but what i'm doing is i'm sending him through the layers of hell to show all the other people in hell that he no longer has a dick <laughs> you grab him by the loincloth and you just completely rip it off and you see his dick is just shriveling into nothing like it's turning into a micro penis at this point until it just shrivels away and there's nothing there except for just like bare skin just bleeding out you open a pit of fire underneath his feet and you drop kick him into this circle pit and he falls through and goes to the nine hells and he falls through each an individual layer of hell all nine of them and all the demons and devils throughout the hells laugh at baphomet as he goes back to his regular domain seeing that baphomet is now baphomet the dickless <laughs> get fucked <laughs> And the crowd goes fucking wild. You look up at Sandy, and she's, like, actually kind of relieved because as soon as she saw Baphomet's penis, she was like, oh, I'll die. Like, I'm, like, three feet tall. That will kill me. Uh, okay, so that's really good. Uh, I'm looking up at the crowd, and I'm just yelling, Are you not entertained? Beans, 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 beans. Now let's get in that fucking church and have a wedding! <laughs> <laughs> you hear Churchy, aka Bodie, aka Broomy, is like, Yeah, get in this fucking church, let's marry this fucking squirrel and this fucking goblin demon. It's gonna be great. They're gonna make some ugly ass children. Okay, that's a little too much. <laughs> a little too much, Churchy. Just calm it on down. Sorry, man. I just, yeah, I, I saw the fight from back here. I was super fucking anthos. Goddamn, I was excited. Super hype, bro. Me too. I just tore his fucking dick off. All right, get in here and marry your bitch, man. <laughs> I drank a bang this morning. I'm fucking going out. <laughs> he drank a shadow bell bang. Hell yeah, shadow bang. <laughs> shadow bang. <laughs> Churchy talks to you. He's like, yeah, sooner, later on tonight, you can be shadow banging Sandy. Oh, what is that? Oh, you see a bone. <laughs> you see a bone come out from the church. It's, just, it's like somebody's decrepit hand. And he goes like fist bump you. Oh, I'm definitely fist bumping it. You fist bump Churchy. The hand goes back in. You hear the fucking the flesh and the people that are the church is built out of like wince and pain. Like, ow, as the hand goes back in. Oh, be quiet. Get in the church! <laughs> yeah, you smack the church and uh, tell it to be quiet. You head back into the church and the wedding starts to resume. Sandy once again walks down the aisle with her father. And this time, everybody is fucking quiet. Nobody is saying anything against uh, not agreeing if this wedding should not happen. Eventually, the Deathlock uh, priest that you have that is giving the ceremony looks at both of you. And you guys pronounce your vows. She says some very meaningful words to you and looks at you and says... Beans, I didn't think I wanted to marry you because you killed my old husband and it was very mean of you and you're making me marry by force. And in fact, I'm going to be honest, I probably still don't want to marry you, 
But if I had to choose between your three-inch penis and Baphomet's two-foot-long penis, I would by far take your three-inch penis any day. This makes Beans very happy. <laughs> what are your vows to Sandy? Sandy, even though Beans met you only three days ago, and some of those reasons you have may or may not have any value on Beans' conscience, Beans promises you a life of luxury in Shadowfell, and I will give you much power and a beautiful giant diamond ring. Drew, show her. Uh, Andrew Asher pulls out the huge fucking rock uh, of a ring that was in the box. He opens it up, and the actual like ring portion of it, the circular part of it, is just made out of human bone, like finger bones that are wrapped around. But there is a giant emerald that is sitting right on top of this ring. And you see Sandy for a quick second kind of lights up. And she goes, my old husband never got me a ring that nice. Yeah, well, he's dead, so. Oh, yeah. That's that. Yeah, you killed him. All right, I guess this is my life now. You put, <laughs> you put the, the ring, <laughs> you put the ring on Sandy's finger, and the priest looks at you and he looks at Sandy, and he says, "Now, ladies and gentlemen of the Shadowfell, I now present to you, Mister and Mrs. Beans. Beans, you may now kiss your squirrel." And I'm kissing her all tongue. As soon as, as soon as you lean in for the kiss, just full tongue out, your long-ass goblin demon tongue ready to smooch her. Before your face can touch her lips, you are all of a sudden just engulfed by a black aura. And <laughs> you disappear oh, from the church. What in the fucking fuck now? Along with you and Andrew Asher, you <laughs> back into a mysterious area, almost a big mechanical structure that you are very unfamiliar with. And you feel out of touch with the Shadowfell right now. And you look around you and you see a big glass window among this mechanical structure. And you see blackness and stars and a planet in the distance. And you realize that you're in space. And you then turn around and you see another black aura of teleportation appears. And out of nowhere, Pate Asher is there with you. Oh, this dick. Thanks for ruining my wedding kiss. And that is where we're ending this week's episode of We Cantrip, a D&D podcast. No! <laughs> <laughs> it was a little one-off, but it's gonna fucking matter next week! Um, thanks guys so much for listening to We Cantrip, D&D podcast. I know this was a kind of a little one-off story thing, but, you know, I figured the party had been through a lot. You know, we've had a lot going on in the show. Uh, with everything that's happened with him going through the hells and now they're going to go to the Feywild. So I figured it was a nice time for a little little break for a fun episode. But this uh, the ending of this episode is actually going to come into play going back to the main story. And you will find out what happens next week on We Can't Trip, a D&D podcast. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on literally any podcast platform. Um, if you're if you're new to the show, you know, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our sponsors, Easy Roller Dice, uh, Smuggler's Coffee, and RuneForge. Uh, RuneForge is really cool. They just sent us a new set of their 3D printed Rogue Minis. They make oh, sorry, I just burped up my entire soul. They make 3D printed minis that are, you know, uh, given by uh, community feedback and influence. Uh, they have a YouTube channel where you can actually go in there and watch their videos and comment what you want them, you know, to make, what you want them to see them do. And uh, they're really good people. So go, go to roomforce.com and use the code word uh, cantrip. Uh, uh, sorry, we cantrip, W-E-C-A-N-T-R-I-P to save 10% off all of your mini orders. That's not just your first order. Literally all your mini orders from RuneForge use the code word WeCantrip to get 10% off. 
Uh, they got a Twitter, Instagram, all the cool stuff. You know, we do a lot of cool stuff with them. Actually, their owner, Christian, is uh, actually he has the family here in Ohio, and he's going to be coming to hang out with us here in the next two months to uh, do some uh, recording with us. So that's going to be really, really cool. So, yes, check out RuneForge. Uh, really, really dope. Easy roller dice, uh, cantrip for them for the 15% off code and uh, smugglers coffee. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at all the social medias. You know where they are now. If you want our Discord, just shoot somebody a message and we will send you a Discord link. And uh, yeah, and check out Brandon the DM. That's me on TikTok. I regret doing TikTok, but it's actually pretty cool. The DD community on there is really, really nice. Uh, Steak, go ahead and give some words. Words. Marrying a squirrel I just met. Destroying the dick of Baphomet. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Baphomet the dickless. The, the dickless. Uh, if anything, join the weekend trip at D&D Discord. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You could talk to everybody on there. Uh, I'll also see about the merchandise, dice, minis. And then we have a spoilers tag. And my favorite one, we have a memes tag where we just put D&D memes on there and we joke around and have a good time. Oh, speaking uh, of like minis and merch and all that kind of stuff that Stake just said, we, um, I'm actually in the process of making a Weekend Trip merch store. That's right, a Weekend Trip merch store. We're going to have shirts. We're going to have hats. We're going to have coffee mugs. We're going to have all the crazy stuff that you guys could ever ask for when it comes to Weekend Trip. So going to have some pretty cool stuff coming up. Make sure you keep an eye out for our merch. Um, I'm hoping to get that merch store up and running over the next like week or two. I have some t-shirt designs coming in by one of our friends, and I will tell you who that is uh, probably next week once I get all the details worked out. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I got some cool things in the work for uh, some merchandise in the future. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Yep. Thanks for having yep. me, you guys. Uh, you guys, as in the rest of the guys, it's just fucking me right now. <laughs> Well, I mean, like you guys, as in the audience. I wasn't no, even really no, thinking okay. you. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you're all right. You're yeah, cool, too, sometimes. Fuck you. Uh, just so you guys know as well, um, I think that Beans is going to start making some more regular appearances here on the podcast now that he went out and invested in a really nice recording mic. So you guys, be warned, this is not the end of Beans or the last time you will see him. More dicks will be destroyed. More dicks will be destroyed. <laughs> 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 oh god alright guys thank you so much for listening to We Can't Trip and we will catch you next week here on We Can't Trip a D&D podcast bye alright man what do you think hold on one second